0: Hi, I'm Jordan, and I'm a podcast host. Hi, I'm Incha, and I'm the co-host. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the social media and mental health and some of the negative aspects of that, such as the unfortunate promotion of unhealthy beauty standards on social media platforms and the effects of seeking gratification in others. And lastly, we'll talk a little bit about the benefits of social media, just so we can highlight those as well, and then we'll talk about how to cope with the negative aspects.
1: So, first of all, uh, we're going to begin with um, the topic, which is social media and the promotion of unhealthy beauty standards, and some uh, where statistics are going to be mentioned, and that's going to be based on the United States statistics. Um, So, as we all know, social media um, is huge, and our daily lives pretty much are, I mean, really influenced by it. Social media as such, they have, I mean, for our self-esteem as such and how we live our daily lives, it has a really negative impact for every single thing, I mean, we do. If we spend too much time on that. And one of the major things that social media promotes is the promotion of unhealthy beauty standards. I mean, so you may have seen celebrities uh, and people you follow and just just influencers. They always have the most perfect body, the most glowing skins, and they are just living their best lives, right? And you see them, and then you compare yourself to them, and you're like, why is in my life like theirs? Aww. And you see those skinny models, and, um, you know?
0: Honestly? A skinny, uh, yeah. I was going to say, honestly, I do want to say that freaking Photoshop is awful (laughs) i hate
1: it i know um because like social media people tend to do such uh, as uh, photoshop as such so like especially if they're celebrities or models they are most likely going to do that and then just gives us one thing that oh they have perfect bodies and we just don't see the you know the actual side of what the reality is
0: and i hate it because like Every time I watch, like, I love watching videos of people editing photos because I just just think it's interesting, but then I see, like, how unrealistic it really is. Like, it's okay to try to look your best through Photoshop or something, but I swear somebody will have, like, a super curvy waist and then they shrink it down by, like, a million and it's like, why?!
1: Yeah, I mean definitely, and they have like the most perfect, stru- perfectly structured faces, right. you know, plump lips and s- small noses. We see a lot, a lot of like models' Instagrams, and then we are like, oh, okay, I'm, I don't look right. like that. So you know, that just gives right. us a place where we are really insecure in our own skin because we see them and they're like perfect, but then we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're like, oh, we're not like them. So. And they're models, so we might not be perfect. Then,
0: honestly, I I feel like, especially as teenagers, teenagers try to fit in so much and try to be accepted by their peers so much. So, then trying to just casually browse your social media and seeing all these like unrealistic sort of photos will even intensify the pressure on teenagers as well. Of course, it's a thing that adults will deal with, but I feel like as teenagers, we try to fit in the best we can. And if we don't um, fit in, I guess, we feel like an outcast and that's never, never okay. Um. Yeah. And here's a
1: time of vulnerability. We see things and we get impacted by them. And we're, like, at an emotional stage where, I mean, even the smallest things can impact us to a right. point where we can just, like, right. you know, lose ourselves completely. And especially for the people who have struggled with, um, first of all, eating disorders right. or insecure about their body, like, they know have body dysmorphia. Um, they see people on social media, again, with, the f- with their flat bellies and skinny waist, curvy hips, and they're, like... Uh, th- that just in- intensifies their body dysmorphia and you know um, there are triggers th- this acts as like a really big trigger and then they again see themselves and they're like oh we're not kind of enough and this just goes on and this is a never ending cycle of them completely getting insecure and then this Right. Not being comfortable with themselves.
0: And I hate the fact that I know that I, I've never personally struggled with an eating disorder, but I have watched like videos of people talking about their experience with eating disorders. And I know that there are like these Instagram pages where they like glorify eating disorders and like. Wow, this is terrible. I know. Um, I, I I really wish that Instagram, especially I know I don't know about any other social media really. I really wish that Instagram sort of like monitored that stuff very closely because those pages about like glorifying eating disorders are so triggering the people, and there should definitely be more modification or moderation on that. And uh, get your stuff together, Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should upload, they should, you know, um, take out new guidelines for it right. because this disaster, this again, as you said, triggers for people and this kind of, uh, you know, increases rates of self-harm that's also been recorded. Um, you know, people became become more, um, again, insecure and it just goes on to trigger them and the kind of come in a dark place where they're like oh i can never be as good as them i can never be as pretty as them and this just completely ruins them and yeah and
0: i think that then progresses slowly into just like completely changing yourself for people and i feel like um i feel like uh, i feel like individuality is what makes people beautiful and special and unique and i don't know why we tend to like gravitate towards the most popular trends and trying to replicate your um, personal preferences just to match those trends. And I I don't know, I guess I love being individual because it shows off my best personality characteristics. And I feel like if we all had that sort of mentality, it would be so much better, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I've noticed, um, you know, from a couple of months, and I mean, even more, that people slowly in social media, every single one of them almost kind of ends up looking the same, you know, if we consider models and influencers, and they kind of lose themselves, their individuality as such. And I feel like uh, this term individuality is so special that everybody is, you know, unique. And if there's not, going to be, there's not going to be any diversity if we end up looking the same, acting the same. or I mean, projecting our lives as the same. Because let's be honest, nobody's life is the same. You know, everybody has different things going on. The routines are different, the kind of environment they live in. And to project that as uh, other people's um, lifestyles. I mean, you're not only lying to yourself, but to the world as well. And that if you lie to the world, then they are also going to be insecure because you might do something that they might not have. Right. And this just goes right. on, you know, as a form of chain. So uh, this is a really negative impact that social media has and just continues to have. And I don't think anything has been done or it has gotten better. I don't think so. Wow. Well,
0: yeah. I wish that a lot of people, more people knew that being individual show is like... A very special thing, as you were talking about. And I feel like the fact that 87% of women and 65% of men compare their body images to uh, social media trends and additional to that, 50% of women and 37% of men compare their bodies unfavorably, or a.k.a. in negative light. And honestly, those statistics make me so sad because it really just puts in perspective how much we compare ourselves to other people and how much we're trying to um, find happiness in trying to be like other people. And again, that individuality aspect is so overlooked because at least over here we grow up saying that, oh, you're so unique, you're so special, just be yourself. But nobody really listens to it. Um, And I actually, I hate that. Yeah, I, I think there are pages on Instagram that,
1: you know, go on about self-motivation. But then uh, we read them and for, for one instance. In the next instance, we go on people's social media pages and we're like, oh, okay. Um, we can't be ourselves if, you know, this is the rest of the world. And I think a major contribution to kind of uh, for us to follow those beauty standards or, just, uh, you know, the standards that social media uh, puts forward I think the most um like the more uh, the reason for that is that people want to see i mean people were are going to be one moment they're going to be like oh this is not it this is not the reality we don't like it be yourselves in the next moment they're going to be like no actually we like the ones the social media models better they look pretty and you need to be like them so it's like a hypocritical view they have one moment they're like be yourself the next moment they're like no follow that person look like that person or you're not pretty at all or you're not beautiful you're not special right so right this is one of the major reasons that contributes to kind of the way that you know social media is and that the way it impacts us so much and this kind of just leads on to people changing themselves because they know that they're not the, the world is not going to approve them they mm-hmm. at least think that the world is not going to approve them and this just leads on to them changing themselves as i said before and that's where plastic surgery comes into place um so plastic surgery as such is not a bad thing i mean we all know um models and celebrities they somehow have gotten through this procedure but uh, it's not a bad thing at all but the problem Mm -hmm. starts when people start romanticizing it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um and they think that it will replace um their issues with their bodies but this just goes on to tell that no their body is not enough they're not enough and they need to change themselves in order to be
0: that enough that they weren't before and that just reminds me, I don't know if you've heard of it, um, well, I hope you haven't, <laughs> I really hope you haven't heard of what I'm about to mention, but there was a show here, I, I, I can't remember the the title, but I remember it being like, the. there were judges that told that tell people that they don't look good enough, so then they have to go through, like, all of these procedures, like, you have to exercise, you have to do your get your diet right, which is fine and all, but then at the end of the show, they're like, okay, you need plastic surgery. And then they're just guiding them through the plastic surgery process, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's like 10 to 15 actual like surgeries just restructuring their whole body and at the end of the day they the person was so insecure with themselves that they thought plastic solution plastic surgery would be a solution but after they du they did all the plastic surgery they regretted it so that led to him led them to being more um negative about their body and feeling like intense amount of regret and Ugh, the romanticization of plastic surgery does not solve anything.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard about the show. I'm glad I haven't <laughs> seen it or just, you know. Um, I mean, this truly is true. I mean, truly is true, okay. Um, so, when people get plastic surgery just to change themselves because they again think they are not good enough, or sometimes people tell them to do so, if um, I, I was seeing an interview. Uh, a really leading actress. She said that people told her to get plastic surgery if she wanted to come in films in the media because Mm. she wasn't good-looking enough and um, she declined to do so and then they didn't take her or they didn't let her audition because she just wasn't pretty enough. So, um, yeah, really. I mean, this is... uh, Okay, so if she had got plastic surgery, then the rest of the world, the general public would see that she's so pretty and they would somehow also obsess over the idea of plastic surgery. Oh, that plastic surgery can make you pretty and I'm going to get one. And sometimes when it happens, that when people get plastic surgery and uh, they're not satisfied with how they look, they tend to get more Mm -hmm. and get... And then again, it goes on and on and on um, until they completely change themselves and nobody can just recognize them Mm -hmm. as them anymore. Um and this this concept of plastic surgery making you better and it uh, I mean and the concept that the plastic surgery is going to make you better is definitely not it and I mean needs to definitely change because that just um projects a really terrible idea of beauty right. um onto the world and you know creates problems for people and
0: their esteem. I definitely just want to repeat what you said because the, oh my God, people think that plastic surgery makes them better when in reality I feel like we should all focus on learning to accept any flaws in quotation marks um, that we may have. and also just learn to embrace how you look because that can I feel like that can lead you to become more confident in yourself as a whole just naturally accepting who you are but of course I don't wanna say that plastic surgery is bad because if you wanna get a surgery done go ahead do it Um, but if you're trying to get plastic surgery to replace every single bit of yourself that you don't like just reconsider just a little
1: bit <laughs> yeah plastic surgery so is always get as much as you want but then again the topic of don't lose your individuality right. don't try to be like others in order to please yourself that comes into play so just yeah keep that in mind um and just try to embrace yourself and appreciate what you look like you know appreciate your, uh, yourself a little bit more because that really helps to boost your self-esteem
0: absolutely and I do want to say that it it's going to be um, easier said than done because, of course, you can go around and say, yeah, just love yourself, just love how you look, just love your body. But, of course, it's not that easy. <laughs> I know
1: from experience.
0: Especially with social
1: media being around you and you know, just you, you're surrounded by all sorts of people with all sorts of looks. I mean, that can be a little tough. But just try. I mean, trying is all you can do. Yeah.
0: There are a lot of, um, besides the, like, eating disorder Instagram accounts, there are a lot of body positivity accounts. So I think that following those Instagram pages can definitely, like, help you a little bit. Or even getting support from friends can help you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there are people who've gone through so I mean uh, eating disorders, body dysmorphia and they're on social media and they re- raise awareness about right. it and if you're going through some right. sort of problems with re- regarding the same you can always Uh, have a word with them or just look at them and be like oh I'm not the only one who's gone through this and there are lots of people on social media I mean who've gone through the same thing probably as you and you can just relate with them and you know it makes you feel a bit more secure to say uh, if you surround yourself with the people who've actually gone through uh, some sort of problems that you're going through and body positivity again is a very positive impact and so um if uh, aspect of social 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 media
0: i also want to say that um if you are struggling through eating disorder you're valid and i know that it's going to be hard and that you're struggling right now but please reach out to somebody try to get professional help or um additional to the online support or support from friends, people going through the same thing, try to get professional help because that can be a really tough thing to handle alone if you already have this preset notion about what is right and what's wrong with the way that you eat or the way that you look.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, moving on to the next segment, it's the effects of seeking gratification in others. So, as you all might have known that you know, we all post stuff on social media. We all, um, you know, tend to gain likes and comments and followers. We all love doing that and we all love having all that attention. But this, when um, it's looked at from a different perspective, can get a little toxic if not, you know, controlled well. So we we post pictures on social media um, and, um, and then we get likes and all these comments. But, um, but like has anyone actually noticed or paid attention to why do we post and why do we feel the urge to post, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. So um, uh, it's a psychological concept that when we post stuff on social media, I mean, of course, models and celebrities, they get um, some sort of negative comments, but if you're not, I mean, uh, at that level right now, you... Most of your comments, most of the people that you, um, you know, that are following you, are going to give you positive feedback, positive comments, and just boost you and boost your self-esteem. Just make you a bit happy. But then um, you tend to seek that happiness forever. You are like, okay, now I posted this, then I need to show them that I'm a little bit more happier than this, and I'll post that, and they actually have to like it because. Um, And then you kind of just sort of try to project that everything in your life is perfect just to show them that you're happy. And uh, in order for you to gain positive uh, feedback and comments. And when it goes a little bit uh, out of line, you can just get addicted to it. So social media can become an addiction. Projecting yourself as perfect can become an addiction. And you always tend to seek that sort of positivity. From social media and one, I mean if for one instance you don't get it from social media as well as real life you become kind of shook like oh okay uh, this is new this hasn't happened before right. and that can right. lower your self-esteem um, so we tend to seek uh, we tend uh, we tend to use social media to boost our self-esteem and which definitely is not the way to go about right. it because you know why can't we rely on social media for boosting our self esteem entirely because there are, again a lot loads of people loads of pages that make us feel insecure and if we see them then on our own profile most likely we're going to see, uh, we're going to project that over oh, happier than them mm-hmm. over like them so we're living the perfect life and come and follow us come and like a
0: post you know I think that, um, speaking on the sort of perfect life aspect, I think that um, being authentic on social media is what people are really interested in because I know that with me, I personally see other social media pages, and I do sometimes get jealous or even think that they're happier than me, but when I see somebody who is um, sort of authentic and, like, hey, I'm feeling sad, so I'm not going to post, or hey, this is what I'm going through, just portraying themselves as a normal person, you can sort of feel that uh, connection to them, and you can sort of um, try to absorb that authenticity as well, if that makes sense. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think being authentic is really important, and that's what some people lack when they you rely know, on social media to boost their so-called self-esteem um i think authenticity can really guide you to happiness as such and not just other people um but to you so you don't have to kind of portray that everything about you is perfect and let's be honest nobody is perfect right. and nobody would have right. a perfect life because it's just a, a universal fact that everybody some point in their life goes through some stuff and it's it's not like you can't you can avoid it and Not showing that on social media or just denying that on social media has a negative impact on the audience that you have, not just you, because you're forced to do what you're, uh, forced to project what you're not and forced to do what you don't. So, yeah, that really kind of deteriorates everything. Um, And you slowly, slowly become a person who just is not themselves and just tries to kind of, Go on leading a life of a clone, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I know that is like really some intense stuff, but you know, you just completely become a person you're not, and you know, uh, you know, in this race of portraying yourself as perfect, which definitely not everyone is. So yeah, authenticity is a really important factor that people
0: on social media need to focus more on. Right. Um. Definitely definitely pushing that authenticity again. <laughs> and I just want to say that portraying yourself as perfect, people tend to think that um while I am perfect quotation marks that that will automatically give you that sort of gratification through um, the likes, comments, and shares, and things like that, and you become addicted like you did say before with the social media addiction. that is a very, very powerful thing when you try to place all of your self self worth self worth on um, how many comments you get, how many likes you get and I know that especially as an artist myself, I did um, run an art page. And I would spend like hours and hours and hours on my artworks, and I would only get about like 10 likes. And that just made me think that I was a bad artist, when obviously that's not the case. So, trying to distance yourself from how many likes you get or the number of comments you get, trying to distance yourself for, from the number factor rather than the, um, quality focusing on the quality of the content can be very beneficial
1: yeah there was there was like long time back there was a trend it was waking up with no makeup or just like a waking up look in the morning look when you just wake up that was a trend um still is going on i don't know like centuries it's been <laughs> um so this like this trend it was kind it's main idea was to focus on the fact for you to look authentic, for you to look as real as possible. But then people kind of took it the wrong way. And then, you know, they kind of edited and altered their look in the morning. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing at all. But they completely, um, you know, distanced, uh, completely lost track of what the actual idea of this mm-hmm. trend was. Um, So, some trends, they are supposedly they supposedly come to you know enhance body body positivity and stuff but then people kind of take it the wrong way and they feel like they need to um again put in the idea of perfect life perfect right. face perfect body right. in that trend as well so the trend itself loses a centricity and people kind of regard it as useless because again the purpose is just lost oh. So that's something Aww. that, yeah, I mean, um, the trend, again, as I was mentioning about perfect face, people, you know, um, did their whole makeup and then then they click their pictures, their hair and stuff. Uh, so the main aspect of it is lost. And then again, people are going to see them and be like, oh, okay. If they didn't know about the fact that they did their makeup, they're going to be like, oh, they have such perfect skin in the morning. Right. Their hair is so perfect. And right. we look like, I don't know. People, normal people look terrible in the morning, (laughs) I do, I look terrible in the morning. Uh, So they just kind of lose track of the idea and that negatively impacts people a lot.
0: And I really just want to say that, like, I want to back that up. Because, yes, we all look terrible in the morning. And if you don't look terrible, congrats. I, I applaud you. <laughs> but um, we all got to come to that sort of realization that at the end of the day, we're all human. We all look gross in the morning. We all um, poop. <laughs> we all do. We all eat gross, maybe. <laughs> just comes the realization that we're all on the same level, uh playing field and nobody is above us nobody is below us and i think that's what something people don't get like with celebrities especially people think that they're just like these perfect human beings who don't have feelings and therefore invite like all these negative comments about how perfect they are and even celebrities look gross in the morning, so. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Even if they don't show it online, they do. I mean, we uh, let's be honest. We can't just sit here. We can't just sit on a table, you know, with our back straight. I mean, a napkin on our lap and with posh, you know, diner. We can't sit like that. It's, it's not possible. I mean, especially in the morning. Everyone is tired in the morning. And how are they going to sit straight and then, you know, work out in perfect gym clothes? That's just all for pictures. Um, And I wanna, uh, you know, elaborate on the fact that you uh, spoke about celebrities and they also, you know, have feelings. Um, So people sometimes, if a celebrity somehow got plastic surgery, so people are going to kind of point that out Mm -hmm. whenever they post, you know, that you're pretty only because you got plastic surgery. So we need to realize that they're also humans, they also have insecurities. Yes, they might have gotten plastic surgery, which is not a bad thing at all. It's just their choice, their view of thinking, uh, you know. But that doesn't give us a motive to point it out in them because, uh, again, social media also impacts them as much as it does to us. Um, right. So they also might feel left out, maybe. They also might feel um, low because of social media and that just doesn't... Just because they're celebrities, that doesn't give us a motive to kind of, you know negatively um, point out the insecurities or just the fact that they got plastic surgery or stuff like that Right. and right. yeah and social media also, also I was saying <laughs> social media also makes us feel left out you know we see other people and we're, uh, uh, it's just a topic that is this kind of interrelated so uh, we feel left out in the sense that we don't have what they have then that's why we're just like out with the outcast um, because I think everyone sort of tells that their life is good on social media Uh, I mean everybody almost everybody I'd say not to generalize anything Um, so yeah everybody kind of says that their life is perfect on social media and if we see that we're also going to feel bad Mm -hmm. because why don't we have their
0: life so it's just all interrelated Honestly, being able to not compare your life to other people or even, like, I know that there are situations where uh, you see, like, your friends hanging out and you're like, why didn't they invite me or something like that? But, um which, obviously, it can suck and it make it can make you feel some type of way. But at the same time, I think another thing with social media is that we're so, like, adamant on posting about our lives and we're so adamant on um, connecting with other people that it makes us forget that we have to be okay with being alone and finding enjoyment with just being by yourself like have a fun time and make yourself laugh (laughs) yeah
1: i'd like to share my own experience i was um again scrolling to instagram once like like every other day Mm -hmm. And I saw like this trend, I think, not trend, but where people have, I mean, where people go out with their friends and take these amazing pictures Mm -hmm. and, you know, watch the sunset and then they ride the skateboards on the road and they wear these amazing clothes with perfect hair, perfect makeup. And, you know, uh, even when they're studying, they study aesthetically. Like, their notes are b- right. beyond gorgeous. <laughs> right. You know, they have these lamps and these candles. I'm like, okay, wow. I, I don't have that. I mean, I don't have friends, so I can't just go around my, riding my skateboard towards the sunset, of course. <laughs> I mean, I can't even study aesthetically. How is that possible? How can one study aesthetically? You just can't. So I feel really uh, sometimes I do feel like oh I don't have what they have but then I kind of just tell myself I console myself I'm like this is not the reality I mean we, I can't do this on my own I can't just sit around you know with perfect desk perfect hair perfect makeup and um, perfect friends as well I mean I can't do that so it's just about you realizing that what you see on social media is not always the reality, and you have to realize that because that just, um, you know, if you don't, that just negatively impacts you and makes you feel worse if you don't kind of come to that realization yet. So just keep that in mind next time you compare yourself to anyone on
0: social media. Right, and as a person who does follow those like study accounts who have like the really fancy notes, I. I guarantee you, 100%, I guarantee you, that the person does not study like that every day. They're probably doing it for, like, I don't know, just to get likes or something. They're not doing that 100% of the time. (laughs) I know, I sit with, like,
1: like a hoodie like an oversized hoodie with my hair and a bun and I and I sit with my legs on the table and I sit I literally study like that and I don't know how they can sit straight on like a desk in chair with their lamp and their <laughs> candles and their incense sticks on and I'm like wow okay <laughs> this is something new I, I I can't do that to be honest honestly yeah and if, if you do study I'm,
0: oh, if, if what,
1: do are study? oh you know, what are you gonna
0: say oh what are you gonna say go on go on <laughs> I was gonna say um <laughs> If you do study like that one hundred percent of the time Absolutely props absolutely. to you. You're amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I just want to like point out one thing. It's been recorded that college stu- uh for college students that it showed that they the longer that they used Facebook, the stronger was their belief that others were happier than they were. So that's just all that we're talking about, shown in the statistic, because uh, that shows that, yes, social media does impact you. Social media does make you feel unhappier. And, yeah, so try spending a little less time on social media. Try comparing yourself a little more. And try to appreciate appreciate it. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Appreciate yourself a little more. Because what you are right now, I mean we all try to be the best versions of ourselves but you you don't need to be to be honest you don't need to be the best version of yourself what you are right now is enough and you don't need to be somebody else you don't need to compare yourself to somebody else you are your own person go off
0: (laughs) beautiful (laughs) beautiful (laughs) yes i do want to um talk a little bit about the benefits of social media because we have been spending a ton of time talking about the negatives and how social media can be awful. So let's talk about the positive sides, why don't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, one
1: f- it, it helps you like staying connected with others. You kind of get to interact with a lot of people who share the same interests as you, do the same things as you. So it can be a space where you're feeling confident what in what you do as such. Like, if you do art, like Jordan, you just said you're an artist. That's amazing. <laughs> so you get to interact with people who have the same interest and they can just hype you up, give you advice and if not, just motivate you. So that really helps, you know, um, staying connected with others, um, growing your reach. Mm-hmm. Social media is a great way to do that.
0: And, um, mm-hmm. I do want to say um, please be careful when sharing your information online of course take all the safety precautions <laughs> but yeah um online groups like the, don't share your number on your Instagram bio please <laughs> don't definitely don't share like your credit card information <laughs> as well <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I do want to say especially social media can be a great platform for building your business and trying to get people to check out your content and even make your own little side hustle. So having that sort of platform, it's not, it's never been done before in history. And we're absolutely making history by spreading your business through social media, um, and I think that that's such a beautiful thing. And I think that you can definitely, like, go viral and start earning as much money as you can just through that sort of hard work and dedication. And that's an amazing thing.
1: Yeah. And we've seen a lot of examples of people growing with the help of social media and them establishing their brand or their business. And we can definitely see on TikTok as such that people have a lot of, you know, small businesses going on and they use the help of. social media and it's a really great way to do that and besides building your business or just you know interacting with people it also helps you it also gives you entertainment so we all have we all see those funny funny videos on instagram and tiktok you know that make us happy and we kind of find relatable content which is the requirement of most of the teenagers? They just want to relate to stuff. They just want to feel like they fit in. So social media can also somehow—I mean, not entirely promote that, but some sort of content can make you happy, can entertain you. That just the um, so social media has some positive aspects. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, not just negative; some positive as well. And it's it's a good platform if used, if not abuse as such. Right. Um, if not used in a toxic right. manner, if you don't overuse social media, then that's a great platform to kind of have and you know, just expand your reach and Yeah. So Absolutely some things Absolutely. you can uh some things you can you do to kind of, you know, uh cope with the ne- negative aspect is like you can limit your time in social media and, you know, just Try to not overuse it because then leads on to problems if you do that.
0: Right. It can definitely be um, a good way to just spend your time relaxing. But if you use it too much, it can be very toxic. Like I know for TikTok, for example, I used to browse that like uh, five hours a day or six hours a day. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's very addictive. I mean, of course, entertainment content is addictive. We need more of that. We need to see more funny cat videos every, every time <laughs> we open TikTok. <laughs> but um, sometimes people replace their, stu- I mean, their routine. If they want to study, instead they're going to go hours scrolling on TikTok and Instagram. Right. So definitely right. try to use it a little less because not only it comes in a way of you doing your routine, but again, the negatives that we talked about before.
0: Absolutely. And the fact that um, 12 to 15-year-olds who spend more than three hours a day using social media might have a heightened risk for mental health problems says a lot. So please yeah. try limit yourself. I know that it can be very addicting, like we've discussed. I know that whew, I spent a lot of time on Instagram and Discord and a lot of other things. So just... Being able to separate yourself and live your own life, focus on you and not all about social media, even if you're, like, super bored, try to find another way to make you entertained.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can go out with friends, you can um, go out by yourself, you know, go on a little self-date. Treat yourself. Yeah, go get, grab a cup. Uh, go grab like a latte from Starbucks or something. <laughs> um, go go out shopping. Just spend time with people that you love. If you love yourself, great. Spend time with yourself. Treat yourself, and just try to not, you know, center your life only around social media. Have people. Um, have friends not just on social media but reality as well because they can also help you tons and tons. So yeah, do that. And I mean, the it's been, it's been said, it's been uh, noticed that the more people spend time with their friends going out, they feel less ostracized, they feel less down. So this is like really uh, a good way to cope with the mental stress that you can get from social media. You can go out with friends, they can help, you know, cheer you up, they can motivate you. Right. So Yeah.
0: I think that um, being able to um, realize that online communication is very different than real life communication because I think that as humans, we were not built to communicate or text with somebody every day, all day. So I think face-to-face interaction is definitely healthy on a sort of biological side because we, we didn't come out the womb like, hey, let me text my best friend right now. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, people, when you see them in reality, if sometimes people rely on their online friends to help them cope with stress mm-hmm. or any problem they might be going through, I feel like um, if not online, I mean, if you don't have real-life friends, then online friends are all you can go you know to. But then if you have friends in real life you can talk to them because they would help you a little bit more because they know you a little bit more and you know so I feel like as Jordan talked about the biological factors you know this this thing is such um, I think spend time going off social media and interacting less with people on social media such rather than you know just do do it on in real life and actually not on your phone <laughs> right and, and the co- type of content you consume on social media if it if it feels like you know if you feel like you're getting um negative energy from it if you get uh, if you're feeling down from it if you don't feel like your best self if you see something on social media definitely try to change the type of content you see on social media mm-hmm. so if you see a lot of people um you know with a face altered and their perfect bodies which most likely aren't going to be like that way. Just don't see them. Try to kind of hide their profiles. Try to ignore it, overlook it. Um, See what makes you happy. So if listening to songs or looking at memes make you feel happy, then do it. Like, you know, go follow some meme pages. Uh, So it just definitely depends on what you see on social media and the type of content that you actually are seeing.
0: right. Um and, yes, especially um, again catering to those sort of interests like you said, um with the songs and memes because I again as an artist myself seeing other people's art can definitely get me inspired and in the mood to be creative. So yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah,
1: that 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 definitely helps us and people with again our same interests we can help you a lot, they can motivate you a lot. Um, and they can help to become better in your field. And um, if you are going through some mental health problems, if you are going through, um, you know, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, people out there on social media, they also might be going through this. There are a lot of positive uh, body positivity pages. You know, there are a lot of pages about the awareness of mental health, just problems that teens might be going through because of social media. Well. So social media also has uh, that side where people are positive, people Mm -hmm. kind of promote their real self and try to attach yourself to that side of social media a little bit more than the side that actually is fake and not authentic and where people aren't their true selves and try to project themselves as, again, we've talked about um, perfect, but try to ground yourself with people who can actually help you and motivate you or might be going through the same thing as you because th- that's how you make the best out of social media. And that is, I think, one of the most amazing things about social media that you get to be aware about so many things. You get to surround yourself with people who might be going through the same things as you. All right.
0: And just um, one of these like last few tips that we have, um, again, as the Uh, perfect sort of idea that we talked about earlier please try to practice some sort of body positivity or even like coping strategies with mental health or any sort of things that you think are negatively affecting you try to actively practice that um, to improve yourself because as we all know forever blooming we are forever growing (laughs) and being the best version of (laughs) ourselves yes um i i was saying that's amazing you know right. cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do want to um also say if you are um digesting like negative news a lot i know that especially with like this past year with covid and everything um there's been a lot of negative news on social media so try to avoid that um if it gets too overwhelming and even take breaks from social media because i think as a person who took a year break it was so liberating and freeing so um you don't have to take like a year break but if that's maybe like a couple days a couple weeks maybe just take breaks because maybe too much
1: right now i'm also on a social media break i'm like I guess two, three weeks has been passed. I've not, you know, socially Yay. I disabled my account. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really has been good. I mean, I surround myself with a lot of nature, you oh, know, I and I don't oh, see okay. people um, living their perfect life. That makes me feel good about what I have right now. And it's a really good experience to kind of go off social media and interact with the real world rather than just, you know, virtual online world. Right. But, not everything nice. is real. So it's a really good experience and people should actually try going on breaks from social media. Absolutely.
0: Especially Absolutely. enjoying the nature. I, love nature. <laughs> I love nature. I love nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all that being said, I think we can close out this episode with a few remarks that I will leave you all with. So we do have a website called um, bloompod.wixsite.com slash podcast where you can see all sorts of things about our podcast. Um, you can also follow our social media. Hey, that's what the episode was about. <laughs> our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook are all Forever Bloom Pod, but our TikTok is Forever Blooming Podcast and the research and transcript for this episode is available on the Forever Blooming website in our extra section. Another part of our extra session is our podcast guest form. So if you want to be on the podcast, please let us know by filling out that little form. Um, our email is Forever Blooming Podcast at gmail.com and please be sure to check out our link tree in the description for other direct links. And make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share with friends. If you enjoyed this episode, I really hope you did as much as we enjoyed filming or recording it. And have a great day, afternoon, or night whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for tuning in.